This is Wayne June. You're listening to Legends of Tabletop. And none of that stuff got recorded. Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome to our fourth session of uh, our Cypher System game with uh, Jesse at the helm. Uh, we're, uh, I'm going to kick it over to him. I'm going to have to edit the shit out of this beginning. But, uh, yeah, so uh, kick it to Jesse. We'll get a recap, and then we'll jump into uh, the explosive gameplay for tonight. <laughs> That's what she Horse. said. <laughs> okay. she did right. unfortunately <laughs> yep. Beep, bop, boop. Uh, yeah so last time on cypher system they uh the group did a little research into who else is on the ship in a little interrogation and uh found somebody sneaking around their own packages and realized that somebody had hired him to kind of do some snooping around and some secret marking and so they f uh while decoro uh, followed him back to his room and checked all that out there was a little more uh carousing around the rest of the ship and then suddenly an alarm went off and everybody rushed to the deck uh well most people and they found that they were under attack by these um uh, men on the back of these bat-like creatures swooping down and attacking the ship. And while attempting to fight those off, uh, I believe uh, Decoro realized that there was some on the uh, catamaran running to the, uh, the stabilizer on the side of the ship. So he swooped down to try to get rid of some of them, but unfortunately it was a little too late and he saw that there were explosives there and while he managed to get them off of his side heard a loud boom echo across the uh across the ship and he saw flashes and bangs all along the hull and on the other side of the ship as well and everything began to tilt and rock and uh currently we find ourselves in the midst of the action Except you forgot that, that Mira had uh, floated out from the ship and she just yes. started blasting these bat things out of the sky and she basically happened. saved the day. That's yes. exactly what happened. Isn't that what happened? Or, I know. I actually, uh, so I ended up retconning that. And what happened was that <laughs> while there were explosions going on outside the hole, uh, Mira was having explosive diarrhea in the car. <laughs> oh, thanks, guys. That's, this is my pen. Yeah, that's this. Yeah. This is my penalty for having a hangover last game and not being able to stay with it. That's canon. I thought your battery was dying. Ah! That that too. Wink. No, that legit Wink. battery did die. But my like my doziness was. I worked two doubles and then went to Iron Maiden. The night Is that before. a quadruple? Isn't that and a quadruple? Drink, yeah, and then, and then I was like, oh, yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm like, I was I was just having a hard time staying with it, but I'm here. And uh, I guess Myra was shitting herself last week, so. Ha! This is an intervention. You've been fooled. <laughs> <laughs> Video intervention. Video <laughs> intervention hangouts. We don't care about drinking. Just don't go to Iron Maiden anymore. <laughs> hey, Iron Maiden too. Yeah. <laughs> well, like you're in that too. It's a it's a double intervention. Damn it! Psych. <laughs> uh, we actually don't care about you, John. <laughs> so was my character really pooping herself? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> No, but you are, uh, Mira was uh, stunned by the uh, cacophonous 
sounds going on and uh, started off with the loud alarm echoing throughout the cargo hold that okay. shocked her into place. And then uh, we will actually, um, if we are ready to proceed, John, I don't know if you want to do intros or anything like that, or if we're just going to jump right into the action. Um, maybe we have we ever recorded intros? Well, I'm gonna have to edit I so much. Really, don't think we have. Maybe we should. All right. Well, we what, the very what, first. We time. totally did it last time. Did, did we? we do it last time? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. All right, fuck it. We'll just play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck intros. Nobody needs to know who we are. No. Right, they'll figure it out. I'm Marius. <laughs> Badass name, Marius. Yeah, it is. Unless you say it, Marius. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the kids called me in third grade oh no yeah because i poop myself <laughs> i get it i feel your pain man there you go yeah me and mara mira whatever your name is who cares you're whoever i say you are it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. We don't do intros. you're whoever i say you are <laughs> Uh, all right. So, yes. Um, so, actually, while all that is going on, we are going to jump back in time a few minutes. And we are actually going to go to Mira uh, hanging out in the cargo hold. Okay. Uh, so, at this point in time, uh, you have been uh, frozen in place. You. This is uh, everything has been new to you thus far. Um, you know, you grew up in a tiny little village in the swamps and even then you spent most of your time outside of the village anyway, because, uh, you're ugly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as we know, uh, ugly women get, uh, cast out of society. It's a horrible fact of, of this, uh, of, of nature. Of and just the cypher system in general. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, we're to break the fourth wall. <laughs> Hashtag feminism. Oh, boy. Um, and so you are, uh, and, and then, you know, the city was brand new. Now you're on a ship. And uh, now you're hearing possibly the loudest sound that you've heard in your entire life. And so obviously it's kind of scary and, and freaky. Uh, so, but what we will do is, uh, give you a chance to break yourself out of this and actually motivate motivate yourself into action. Yes, let's do this. Yes. So right off the bat, uh, what we are going to do is give you an uh, intellect check. Okay. Um, so we're going to use uh, your intellect to attempt to uh, to overcome this fright this fearfulness. And so we're going to uh, mark this off at a uh, difficulty of four. Okay. And uh, if you have uh, anything in your, your traits or abilities or your background that you think you can kind of pull into that, feel free. All right. Well, the first thing I want to do is use a level of effort in this because I want to make this happen. Do it up. And then I have... Um, fear-based interactions as a skill, as I'm usually causing fear, but because I know fear so well, I would know how to talk myself out of being afraid. All right. Mm. All right. How would that go? I mean, what, what would the inner monologue, possibly even outer monologue of, uh, of Mira be with that? Mira, you fool, you know how this goes. You've been here before. This is what you live on. How can you be a victim of your own processes? Nice. All right. So it started out at level four, so we're bringing it down to level yep. two. Yes, you do. All right. Oh, and I rolled a six. Oh. <laughs> Very yeah, nice. <laughs> Yeah, so it uh, so it takes you a few moments, uh, but finally you're able you you stop shaking and you regain control over your own body, and you you're able to move your your big toe and proceed from there. <laughs> okay, we're working it up. Yeah, <laughs> rather quickly though. You just yeah. kind of test the big toe, and you're like, oh, I can move my entire body too. I should have done that first. <laughs> All right. The, the second I'm able to move again, um, I would like to, and I hear these noises coming from outside of where I am. 
uh, they are actually coming from basically everywhere. Oh. Um, if you take a quick glance around, you can actually see that uh, in the corners of the cargo hold and then also kind of sporadically around the ceiling, there's these uh, small, probably um, silver dollar sized uh, discs that have a tiny little reddish glow in the middle and they're pulsing um, pretty heavily. It's not like a soft pulse. It's almost mm-hmm. like an on off on off. And uh, you get the sense that those are creating this conjoined echoing sound. Okay. Um when I get the chance, I'm going to try and take one out with one of my blow darts and see if I can't somehow stop the sound from happening Ooh. or stop the ripple effect. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll just mark that. It's going to be pretty basic. So we'll do that at a, uh, at a two. Okay. And it is a small weapon. So the modifier brings it down one level. So I can't roll a three or lower than, oh, I rolled a 17. Oh, look at that. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah. So you end up uh, actually hitting that and then you see this quick, uh, almost like electrical bolt uh, that it looks like it was in like an invisible wire uh, connected to several of them around. And it's almost a chain reaction where you see a burst and then burst, burst, and then burst, 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 burst. And probably about a dozen of them, uh, the vast majority of them in the cargo hold uh, just short circuit out. Uh, to the point where now the the noise is still loud, but it's manageable. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to assume that is a good thing. So Myra is going to go around and try and take out some of the other ones. Okay, yeah. Uh, so if you, you know, probably just hit a couple others and that mm-hmm. same chain reaction will go off and eventually um, after a, a couple more shots, you'll be able to clear the whole cargo hold. That sounds like a good plan. And uh, as you do, uh, so there are people kind of just, there's a handful of people down there with you and uh, they're really not paying too much attention to you. They're kind of running around like chickens with their heads cut off. And uh, as you do that, kind of everybody around here kind of starts to settle down a little bit and you can still hear the same sound going off on the rest of the ship, but it's not nearly as loud. It's like, you know, it's like hearing a sound like a buzzer from a few rooms away. All right. Feel good about that. So when this room is pretty cleared, I'm going to try and go and find my friends stealthfully. Okay. All right. Uh, exactly. What kind of um, stealth are you looking for? Um, I don't want to just walk out brazenly. I will be like going against walls and kind of doing my, I'm not taking too much time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just not prouncing through with my ugly face. I'm just trying to keep to the background and keep out of the main phrase. Okay. Uh, as you leave the cargo hold, you will find that that's not all that difficult. Um, once you get up, there's people, um, most of the, uh, most of the passengers are up in the hallways and the upper decks, uh, panicking, but in an organized way, there are crew members, uh, spread out throughout the halls that are ushering people, trying to get them back into their rooms and or into the uh, the galley, into safe areas. Okay. Uh, so they're trying to get people away from the outside of the ship into the center. So if you have a room in the middle or if you want to go into the galley, they're just trying to kind of um, pull everyone into the center. So it won't be hard at all for you to kind of just meld in to the crowd. Okay. Beautiful. All right. Um, so where exactly would you want to go? Do you want to maybe try to go to somebody's room? Are you trying to go to the galley with the majority of the people? Are you going top uh, deck? No, if, be- if I know the people that I'm with, which I don't know very well, but I've seen them in action, they will probably be in the fray of it. Uh, they All want right. to protect their precious cargo. So I'm going to assume they're on deck someplace getting into trouble, needing my assistance. That would make sense. Uh, so uh, it will take you a few minutes to get up top. Sure. Uh, kind of almost fighting against the crowd. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's one of those where you pass a, you know, a crewman uh, here and there. 
and they'll try to navigate you back the other way but it's in a casual manner like please everybody this way and they're they're not gonna grab you and turn you around and be like no you can't go that way <laughs> and if so. they do i'll just show them my face and they'll go <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah <laughs> go up top you got the scurvy <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, after a few minutes, you'll make your way up top and you actually do see that there is a, uh, a giant fray going on right now. Uh, you actually, basically, as you come up to the top of the stairs and come around the corner and poke your head through, a giant bat-like creature slams down onto the ground and you actually see um, Phallos like hop off of this thing and turn around and like then huck a dagger at it and uh and you see uh uh decoro uh jumping off the side of the of the ship you're like what the hell is going on and within about five seconds after that uh suddenly uh you hear kind of this clicking sound from behind you. Uh-oh. I will look. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so if you kind of come up a little bit and look around, uh, there's this hooded figure that is, uh, he has probably a football-sized device that he's clamping, like it keeps, it's almost like it's pressure pressure sensitive where when he puts it against the uh, the hole the the deck of the ship uh, these three claws come curving out and clamp down into the wood and he turns a dial up on the top and the whole thing just starts to pulse a uh, orange glow oh all right, and this hooded figure looks like a humanoid? Uh, yes, it, it at least has uh, two feet and two hands and a head. Okay. Attached to a body. Okay. Um, I am going to try and use my terrifying presence on this creature here. So what okay. this does is... I'm just putting, um, I don't know what level it is, but we're going to try it. It's going to cost two intelligence points. Uh I'm going to try and convince one target, level three or lower, that I'm its worst nightmare and paralyze it with fear. It's either going to run away, um, or actually I can spend effort to increase the max level of the target. But we'll see how it works if it's a level three. I have no idea. Okay. Um, and I'm going to pull back my hood and say, you are messing with the wrong ship. You will, uh, you will pay for this. And I'm going to try and use this terrifying presence here. Very nice. Okay. So you're gonna go. Uh, it's a pretty easy. It's a. It's a. They're a difficulty two. Okay. All right. So I'm assuming I'm rolling this and just beating the level two then. Uh, Actually, I have yeah. to rule a question, or is it just okay? Do I have to roll anything? I don't know. What is it? Well, read the uh, read the ability. Convince one target level three or lower that you are his worst nightmare. Paralyzed with oh. fear, runs away. Spend effort to increase the max level of target. Oh yeah, so just so it sounds like anything three or below is an automatic, and then you spend effort to raise that number. Sounds right with everybody. So yeah. All right. Yeah. Sure. Be scared, dude. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, he actually lets out a um, a weird sound. It's almost like a squawk. Oh. Uh, sounds kind of um, uh, kind of like a like a raven or a crow. A bird. And he uh, falls stumbles backwards hitting the railing and the his hood knocks off and he's wearing this uh bird-like mask and it's very realistic uh he even has like the feathers up on the side and on the top of his head and everything like that hmm. he has this uh these deep deep large black eyes um and what did he do with the machine that was on the ground there it is still uh, clamped into the ground, and the uh, the the pulse on the top of the knob that he turned is uh, quickening slightly, and it's kind of um, hewing more towards a reddish orange now. 
Okay. Um, I would like to spend my next turn trying to stop that thing however I can do it. If I'm twisting the knob or just kicking it off, whatever ways I can see fit to stop it from doing what it's supposed to be doing. Okay. That, um, so it depends on if you want to interact with it and attempt to disable it or if you want to actually physically remove it. Um, yeah, I think I want to physically remove it and toss it overboard if I can. All right. Very nice. That would be a might check then. And we'll set okay. that at a uh, three. Okay. We're going to, I'm not very strong, but we're going to try it uh, flat out this time. Oh, and I got an eight, uh, 16. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So you find yourself uh, fearful uh, the of the uh, of the outcome of this. You find a hidden reserve of strength and you're able to kind of like pry underneath it and, and pop the thing off. And when you do, it actually flies up and tumbles and goes through the railing and down into the water. Nice. And this guy kind of looks at you and then looks at that thing and it's like, um i think i'm gonna hiss at it all right and uh with that he actually looks behind him down at the edge and he kind of lets out another squawk and that's when you actually realize that he's not wearing a mask that he actually is a bird man and uh with that he jumps backwards almost uh almost doing a backwards tumble and in uh rather uh back to the future-esque he then uh comes up on this weird uh bat-like creature that has these uh handful of large discs kind of thrown all throughout its body and uh, it almost, it doesn't even appear to really flap its wings to fly. It more so hovers up. And he lets out one more squawk at you before he kicks this thing and turns it rather swiftly, almost on a dime. And it just jets off. Well, what was that? Uh, has Myra ever seen anything like that before or heard any stories? Um, right, go ahead and give me uh, an intellect check. Okay. We'll set it. It's going to be pretty challenging. Let's set it at a five. Okay. Um, I'm going to spend some effort. I would like to know what this is. Okay, sure. Okay. So bring it down to a four and hope for the best. 15. Wow. I'm keeping this guy, right? <laughs> this one's going in the good pile. Keep that die. That's a good die. Yep. All right, so this creature, I have to open up my notes. Why are you making me open notes up? I know. I'm such an <laughs> I I was, you are. thought I was done this, this. <laughs> All right, um, so you've actually heard uh, being where you are kind of so far, so far up north, um, you've actually, while you haven't had interaction with these things, um, some of the hunters and scouts that had been up towards the North coast, uh, had, had, uh, had interactions in the past with these and they call them rasters. Uh, they're these flying creatures that are almost imbued with, um, with archaeo technology. Oh, so they're, um, it's, not necessarily, at least your people don't necessarily know how they've come about to uh, having this tech incorporated into them. Um, but uh, they've never seen one of them without it. Hmm. All right. That's interesting. What the heck are they doing here? Hmm. Um, has every all of them started flying off or are there more left on the ship? Uh, so as this one flies off, you kind of look, uh, you follow him and you can see him fly off until the, uh, until he disappears and it's mid middle of the night, pitch black. Uh, so it's very soon that he kind of takes off and then your eyes kind of fall, fly, uh, follow down and you see, about four others of these guys take off from the side of the ship. And when you follow them, you actually see a couple more from the front of the ship 
um, fly up to join them, and they soon disappear as well. I will be searching for my friends after I see that retreat. All right. So uh, you look around, and pretty much the only person that you see at this point is uh, Milo up at the uh, helm of the ship. And you see him not so much worse for the wear, but you see actually that he's helping somebody on the ground. And you see uh, the first mate Pivel as well in a frantic. All right. And that is when uh, you hear uh, off on your side a very loud series of explosions that send the entire ship tilting towards you. Uh, and uh, that's oh, go ahead. Nope, nope, go on. Yeah. All right, and uh, that's actually when we'll be bring everybody else back into the fray. Okay. So at this point, now all of you are on the ship. Uh, Milo, you're up at the. Actually, I think you are. You're on the. Uh, you're on the deck underneath, like a. Uh, at the over. Uh, you would jump down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you would jump down. Um, Valos and Decaro are down on the other um, on the other support. Mm-hmm. And we have uh, Mira now on the top deck. And so when all of these explosions go off, um, Valos and Decaros, you can see along the hull on your side, a handful of them go off. Uh, Milo, you can see a couple at the uh, front of the ship. You see a couple of explosions down there. And then Mira, you hear at least seven or eight, if not more, go off on your side. And when these explosions happen, um, almost immediately, the entire ship starts to tilt to the left. And the uh, runner that uh, Valos and Decaro are standing on actually lifts out of the water. Oh, shit. Now, were we able to pull any of those off? Because it's been a while, and I don't remember what we did. Yes. Yeah, we got so all you two actually. Yeah, you two were able to clear all of the bombs off of your side. Okay. Okay. So that's why <laughs> yeah, we're all happy about it too. Yeah. <laughs> like go for the high five, and then the ship's just like whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like clinging on to it. Oh, uh, so speaking of. Um, I would like uh, both of you to either give me a might or a speed check in order to uh, basically keep your balance. So you'll either be maintaining balance through through your deftness or just grabbing onto something and holding it. And uh, we trained in balance. And uh, we will be setting this at a five. All right, well, so I'm, I'm not super familiar with the system, so I, I have an edge, so I can okay. spin one and it's free, right? So that brings Correct. it down. Or, to a four. Brings down to a four. And yep. I am specialized in balance. So that brings down by two? Another yes. two? Yep, so that brings it down to two. So All if you right. have an edge, you spend three points, but it only costs you two. Yep. Oh, it only costs two. Yes. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'll do that. Yep. Cool. All right, so it's a five to start, you said? Yes. All right, so I'm at a four, and uh, I think I'm just going to go ahead and I'll do a spend myself. I rolled a seven, so. There you go. Barely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, he looks over to Decaro, and he's like, oh, I, you know, I think we I think we got it. You know, we're, we're clear on this side. And then the boat goes, and he just, like, flies against the hull, like, reaches out a hand and, like, grabs part of the fucking strut and kind of, like, swings out over the water and then back out onto the pontoon. <laughs> uh, I, I dropped it down from a five to a three, uh, and I rolled an 11. So I hit it. And nice. I think. I'm just kind of as it was as it, as the bolt lifted up. I just I fell down on my stomach on top of the support, and I just I got my arms and my legs around, and I'm just holding on for dear life, like oh, father. Very nice. I like it. All right, and uh, so now we have uh, Milo and Mira as well. So you guys are probably only about fifteen twenty feet away from each other at this point, hmm. and. Uh, 
Milo, because you are under the overhang and you have a handful of barrels around you and it's a ship. So they're smart enough to tie all that stuff down or secure it in some way. So the barrels aren't just, and the cargo isn't just sliding all over the place in case of, you know, a a storm or a pirate attack. Uh, So you um, will not need to give me a check um, because it will be very easy for you to brace yourself to something. Perfect. Um, however, Mira, uh, you are free on the top of the deck. Uh, nothing really near you to hold on to except for a couple of railings. Uh, so I will need a uh, either a might or speed check from you. However, it's going to be a, uh, a fairly easy one. Uh, so we'll set this at a uh, at a three because you. Uh, you are standing on deck and there are a couple of things around you that you could actually grab onto. Okay. Uh, we're going to try and just roll the dice at the level three here. Sounds good. Oh, and I got a 10. Oh, look at you guys. Look at this. Yeah. We're going nice. to, we're going to call you guys the bare minimum crew. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, so you're able to kind of reach a hand out and grab onto the railing of the staircase. Uh, so, and then, so it kind of braces you as the entire ship begins to uh, begins to uh, to tilt and wane. Uh, so, uh, what do you guys want to do at this point? Do you want to take any uh, any actions for safety, or are you just kind of going along with the ride? Um, well, go ahead. I was just gonna say, if, if it if the if the boat actually stabilizes at any point, which I know what's going up on its side, I, I'm probably gonna try to jump back down to the deck and see if I can help anyone else. Oh, you're so nice. <laughs> yeah, that Valus was was thinking the same thing. So like, you look up and start to go. And then, you know, Valos, like, nods to you and starts, like, yes. climbing up, shimmying up the strut to get, like, yeah. up onto the deck in case it comes back down as well. You don't want to be that close to the water. So we be- all know what happened with the Titanic. We know yeah. that it's going to stall, <laughs> then it's going to start going down. So we have a, a, a little, a limited amount of time to uh, start saving people. Yeah, we're, we're shimmying it up. And then also, you know, because we want to be trying to find out where Mira was because she went you know, mm. below decks the last time that we saw. So we want to try to, you know, that's important for, you know, for Decoro to you know, oh, yes. be able to have her around. So. Oh, look at you. Uh, Mira's not going to be, Myra is not going to be so nice. She uh, sees Milo over there in his nice little spot between the barrels is going to go join him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in that case, I will actually need a speed check from you in order to get over there. Um, okay. This will be another three. All right. Speed or might, whichever one you would like to go with. 18. There Ooh. we go. Yeah. Okay, you actually pounce your way over there. <laughs> like a, like a, I was going to say cat, but it's more like snake. You're a snake. Like a sna- I like it. Slithery yep. snake. Like I'm like a lizard. Yes. Like a little basilisk. Yeah. I love it. Um, Yeah. So you, you slither your way over to Milo um, bracing yourself against a couple of barrels alongside him. Hi, you don't look in good shape, my friend. Nope. Pretty beat up. (laughs) (laughs) As I'm like, scraggly holding on to like the uh, the ropes tying down these barrels. <laughs> Have you seen my jacket? <laughs> my jacket was somewhere around here. <laughs> oh no. What's a Milo without his jacket? I know. Do you want me to use it? a white shirt. Stop your bleeding. <laughs> uh, am I bleeding? I don't remember. I know I took a couple hits. Ah, you're probably well. I think most of the hits you actually took were were of that uh, that screech that the uh, that the bats let out. Oh yeah, yeah. I took two points of damage. Oh. It looks like so. Two blood like trickling a, from his ears. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just hang out with you if you don't mind. It's fine with me. There's plenty of ropes around. Hmm. Hmm. 
what the hell are rasters doing here? That I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if it's all connected to that artifact. Uh, I mean, it's a long shot. It could be, they could just want all of the stuff. Or your one special thing. Is someone working on writing the ship? Do you think? Uh, no, sorry. Oh, okay. I assumed you were talking to me. Yes. Uh, I assume <laughs> I so, did. but I've been, I've been on these barrels since the attack, so. We'll just see what happens. All right, so uh, so actually as you're going, you uh, you feel the ship as it's leaned this way. You now feel that while it isn't quite, um, it's, it's at a pretty significant angle, probably about a good 30 degrees. And it, you actually feel it, you know, slowly turning at this point in time. Writing, it, writing itself? No, no oh. so actually, like the whole ship is actually turning to the left. Oh. Ooh. And uh, after a handful of minutes of this, you know, you, you hear some cracking and creaking of the hole and uh, the sails aren't really useful anymore. A lot of the rigging has gone and uh, there's, there's still the, the artificial uh, momentum that is created through the engines and such. That's almost propelling this along. And as it uh, continues for about five or six minutes, uh, you suddenly feel a jolt throughout the entire ship and a loud um, cracking and crashing sound comes from uh, from the, the forward part. And uh, you all are kind of jolted and shaken to a stop. Are there any lifeboats on this thing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you can actually, you guys, especially being on the side of the ship, can see um, a handful of them hanging off of the side. They've kind of been clacking and clamming. And, and we'll start re releasing some of them in, in off of the boat. And uh, Well, you'll have to get thing. yourself back up onto the ship. <laughs> well, another thing I want to be looking for is I don't have any – I have that harpoon crossbow. If there's any okay. of those things sticking out of the boat, I want to, I want to grab some of the ammunition. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. Um, you actually probably uh, – could find the a couple the one of the a couple of the guys that you had kicked off um they were pulling these things out of like large sacks and Ooh. so uh you know one of the sacks actually got kind of caught on the pontoon and nice. so you could probably find a handful of them inside that okay what's a handful like six sure okay six <laughs> and I, one of those actually I, I I just rip out of the side of, of one of the walls and yes. as I do, it, it releases a jacket that that was stuck. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is a nice jacket. I'll, I'll just hold on to it just in case. <laughs> All right. So, what are you doing with the uh, with the harpoon gun? Well, I'm going to just strap it to my back, mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, I'm going. I, I want to start working my way to try to find Mira. That's kind of like that's what's on the on my mind right now. Sounds good. Bellows right. going after Mira. All right, seems like a good plan. Hopefully, she uh, she made it out from from under deck. Uh, check up on the deck, and uh, I'll see if I can find Milo. Mm. Um, I was going to check it under the deck first, but I think that's probably better. I'm going to check on top of the deck first, and then I I start I I bound, bounding off, climbing whatever I have to do to get to uh, the deck. Right before wow. you take off, I'm like. How long do you think this thing can float? You you've been on the ship before. You you think we're we're seaworthy? Bellows, it's gonna float for as long as it needs to. And then I bound off. <laughs> <laughs> he just he shakes his head and he continues climbing. <laughs> All right. And now this thing actually um in its in its original shape probably would have been somewhat difficult to climb up. Um I'm guessing you're trying to climb up like one of the supports of the pontoon that attaches yeah, it yeah. Uh, to the ship. And so originally it would have been difficult to climb up at such an angle, especially on a large metal tube. 
However, because the entire ship is tilted, uh, it's kind of almost flat. Uh, so it's just kind of like going across a large balance beam, um, which for the two of you, as long as you kind of hold on and shimmy your way across is pretty easy. So it'll take you, it'll take you, you know, half a minute or so, but you can eventually just make your way right across. Will we run into any of the life bolts on the way? Uh, no, it would be kind of silly for them to put kind of put a lifeboat where the pontoon is. Um, but you know, once you're on the ship, yeah, like as we get up on top of it, right? Yeah, yep. Okay, uh, ignorant question What is a pontoon? Uh, have you ever seen Waterworld? Uh uh, have you seen Moana? Oh, I was just just gonna say Moana. There we go, Moana. So, you know how when they have like the main little boat and then they have like the small thing that juts off to the side to provide support? Yes, yes, that okay. Except these ones are like, like fifty feet long yes. and like eight yeah, feet big. wide. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I asked. I'm kind of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, you guys uh, shimmy your way across, and you are on the deck, and you can actually very easily, even though there's. There's not a lot of people up on top deck right now. Either uh, a handful of them fell off when the whole ship kind of tilted, but the majority of them with the large bats and bird creatures swooping about um, what uh, crewmen weren't attempting to defend the ship uh, ran and most of the um, most of the other people, the passengers that had found themselves stuck up top very quickly made their way down. Uh, so it's pretty easy to spot uh, Mira and Milo hanging out against a couple of crates. Nice. Head right over. Well, that's convenient. <laughs> Perfect. I see you made it out, Mira. That's great news. Milo, where's your jacket? Uh, I think that's it in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Here you go. I throw it to him. <laughs> All right, I put my jacket on. And All right, let's cool go. Comes back. <laughs> we have to get. We, we have to get our artifact, and we have to get it onto a lifeboat, and we got to get. Oh, we have to get off the ship. Well, Milo, where's where's Dragger? Is he still up top? Uh, last I saw. All right, um, let me. I'm gonna go see if I can find him. All right, I'll just hang here by the barrels. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, so uh, so. Uh, Valos, you're going uh, to the helm in order to check up on the captain. Yep. Uh, Milo, you're hanging by the barrels. Uh, Mira, what are you doing? Um, I will go with Dickeros and go help with the barrel. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Uh, so, Dekoro, you're heading down to the uh, cargo hold to check on the cargo. Well, let me ask you a question first. Yes. The cargo hold. Yes. Where, where is it? Now, now that the boat is up on its on on its side and sort of just stalled out, I mm-hmm. I want what I wanted to try to do was to get a lifeboat in the water and then mm-hmm. somehow get our artifact into the lifeboat. Uh-huh. Like even if it's through, because because the ship's going to start sinking, I'm convinced it's just going to start going down. Mm-hmm. So even if I have to like blow a hole in the hull, I want to try to sort of figure out where that's going to be so I can just kind of toss the thing out. Does that make sense? Um, It does, actually. And luckily, uh, someone's already taken care of blowing holes in the hole for you. That's what I was... Perfect. (laughs) If that's the I'm just going to kind of like go find a hole whereabouts it would be and just kind of like I'll I'll, I'll set up a life raft right underneath the hole in the hull and just kind of jump right in the hole and just look around. Sounds good. So in that case, do you want to go on the uh, left side of the hole that of the ship that's been, you know, kind of submerged into water and but is closer to the water? Or do you want to go to the right side that is out of the water, but out of the water? Trying to use my knowledge of the ship to determine what would be the, the hole that's closest to my cargo. Okay. Everything would probably shift, right? As the boat tilted. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's definitely. 
Yeah, so, so I mean, if, if everything, yeah. out which would be the best one. Yeah, I mean, if everything shifted, most likely everything kind of slid to the left. So in okay, theory, yes. most of the cargo would be closer to the left side of the ship now. So I, I tell Mira, okay, let's go. And then I just bound off impossibly, just like, you know, you, just, you probably can't follow me, but I'm just, I'm, I'm heading off towards that hole, one of the blasted holes in the hull. Who says I can't follow you, bitch? <laughs> I'm going. He's assuming you're following him. <laughs> well, she is. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's. Right. So, uh, so you said that you want to drop one of the uh, one of the lifeboats first. Yeah, one of the lifeboats, and I want to try to. I want to, if possible, I'd like mm-hmm. there to be a rope. And I can keep the rope with me as I jump in the hole so it's not floating away. Absolutely. I mean, all the lifeboats are kind of supported um, yes. with a uh, with a rigging over the side of the ship with a couple of, with a rope in the front and a rope in the back. And uh, once you jump in, it's pretty it's pretty clear how it works. Where there's basically a lever, and you mm-hmm. like throw the lever up. Sweet. And the uh, and the whole ship, the whole boat, just drops down into the water um which actually isn't as far of a drop as it normally would be it's probably only about 20 feet okay it's about 20 feet that's not that bad all right we can do this maybe i'll just stay up here and wait for you all right you stay up here wait for me i'll I'll guard the hole guard the hole that's a good idea uh and just make sure the boat i mean i'm gonna have the rope but just you know watch the boat and then i'm gonna I'll guide this. You you guide this up out of the hole. I'm gonna get it up, and then we're gonna see what what's going on. So, and I just I hop in. Wait. Now I'm there. What? What? I'm already in the hole. I'm screaming down to you. Yeah, um, I, I I I know. I'm, I can hear you. All right. I am screaming encouragement, and it says, uh, "Dickeros, you have this. You are meant for greater things." And I'm going to do encouragement, which aids your modifies the task difficulty by one step. Um. And defense armor skill will do your skill of. Oh, that's an appropriate skill that you're going to be using. Um, well, I'm probably going to try to. I don't know if I can just lift. I can't lift this thing myself. I'm going to try to put together some sort of a rigging where I can hoist it up. Uh, your your skill of appropriate knowledge skill for hoisting this bad boy up. Hoist rigging. Nice. <laughs> Hoistering. Oystering. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so Mira is staying top deck, and Decoro, you guys kind of have this conversation. Decoro is like, "I got this," and flicks yeah. the switch, and uh, you go boom down into the water. And uh, as soon as you hit the water, you actually notice that there are several holes blown out on the side of the hole. And uh, the ship has tilted enough that uh, water is actually inside the ship. And uh, you see that, you know, there's some cracks in, in broken bits that are kind of giving away a little bit. And you've, you hear that constant brittle sound going on. And uh, it looks like water is just kind of waving into the ship at this point. And you can see uh, like boxes of cargo that kind of float and some of it's like staying afloat. Some of it's floating for a little bit and then sinking down into the water. And you can see uh, inside, you can basically see directly into the cargo hold at this point. And uh, you see uh, about a third of the way into the water so far, just kind of sitting there um, is your... Uh, obelisk your shipment i'm gonna start securing it with some rope and you know tossing more rope around some uh some poles and just in a way that i can manipulate the thing out of there i'll just start like pulling like pulley systems and shit like that all right there has to be uh, some left over from the because that, that's how they probably got it in here so i'm just using what's what's available all right uh go ahead and give me a uh would probably be intellect for yeah. uh, for well first for for looking around for observing your surroundings. Okay, a, a perception of sorts. Oh, well, an eighteen. Oh, I was gonna do effort, and I'm like, nah, nah. Let's just see what happens. Yeah. No, nope, eighteen. Go for it. All right. Uh, so 
you uh, kind of row yourself over and uh, and you hop out into you hop out of uh, out of the boat into the water and it's probably about knee deep where you are. Uh, oh, I to totally your... missed that. I'm in the boat, so the boat was able to get in there. Yes, yeah, you're totally. able to actually row the boat into the hole. Perfect, perfect. Okay. Um, and uh, you start to you know you're like okay, rig, 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 and you're like you got you have a couple of pieces of rope in the a uh, couple of lengths of rope in the boat itself and so you're like okay and you look around for something else to use and you see uh probably about four of these birdmen uh in the hole as well uh that are placing these uh blackish uh large unformed crystals onto uh, various cargo. Do they see me yet? Uh, they don't look like they have. What cargo are they putting it on? Just it's nothing. Uh, uh, well, Just... you actually you yeah you had done a walkthrough with Milo earlier, right? Um, because you when you had caught the guy who had uh, who was marking stuff oh yes right with yeah. right yes exactly yeah so yep. i believe decoro did a walkthrough with milo as well um so just using because that's been fairly recently um looking through there in the uh you you real recognize some of the emblems and you're like oh that that was some of the cargo that was secretly marked and some of that as well and you look around and you see a handful of these black crystals already on a few uh, a few pieces of cargo and you um, assume that they're relatively uh, the same or similar ones that had been marked by this guy is there one on mine on the on the obelisk uh, not yet is there one in reach of where we are right now uh, no they haven't really made it over to you yet uh, they're probably okay. still about 35 40 feet off All right. The priority is the obelisk. I'm, I'm going to get that secured onto the boat, and then at the very least, getting Mira and the artifact out of the ship. Okay. Um, so you begin to to rig this thing up, and you're tying ropes to it and trying to get it. Um, and uh, you forget exactly how large and heavy this thing is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, it was. Uh, what do we say? Probably like 15 feet. Yeah, long, it was big. Yep. And, uh, and it took uh, four to five fairly strong men to just lift this thing just enough to get it onto a uh, onto some type of platform to mm -hmm. uh, to get it on a wagon. So uh, you're kind of trying to rig this thing, and and as you kind of wench the, um, the pulley. Uh, you're pulling in the, the prow of the boat that you're in. This, the little dinghy basically is actually tilting down slightly every tug you give. All right, easy. Uh, does it look like it's not going to support the weight of it? Uh, no, definitely not. Oh, shit. Well, this isn't going to work, Mira. This is not going to work. I don't remember. She's up top. You're alone down She's here up right top. Now. I thought she was in the boat for some reason. I thought I told her to get in the boat. All right, so it's not going to work. Uh, All right. And uh, um, we'll say, how about you, uh, you start to kind of look around almost. Panicked. Yeah, I'm looking around for, yeah, I'm like, it, maybe not, not so much panic, just like, all right, I need something else. Like this, I need something else. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And uh, you look around and uh, you see the four birdmen that had been going through the, uh, through the cargo. Uh, there's uh, now a fifth that kind of comes up from behind them. And he has a, a small metal rod. And he goes over and jabs it, uh, uses that to, to jab at the black crystal that has been attached to one of the crates. And there's a small burst of energy that comes from the crystal. And this crate that had been, you know, 
probably three quarters submerged begins to float and to the point where it doesn't even become buoyant the bottom of the crate sits on the top of the water and he just kind of gives it a push and it begins to float on the top of the water and he goes to another one that they had placed and again with the same with stick jabs it and it in uh this container uh begins to float up and he gives that a push as well all right i want to try to move into a position where i can get one of these things all right uh do you want to kind of stealthily steal one that's already been put on cargo or do you want to go after the guys who are currently placing them on cargo well, I'm going to try. They're within close proximity of each other, correct? Uh, yeah. The guy that's jabbing them with the uh, with the rod is probably about twenty feet behind them, and okay. those guys I... are about uh, at this point about away from you. All right, I'm I'm going to try to get into a position to grab one that's already been jabbed, so that I can mm-hmm. just try to take it off without them noticing, and then scurry away. Ah. So you want to go like behind him? Yes. Like yeah. behind the guy with the rod and steal something that's already floating. That's all. Um, all right. So, it, so, the, so there's nothing that's closer to me where it'd be easier for me to grab it, or is, is I'm going to be sneaking. Yeah. So yeah. at this Actually, point, you know what? That probably makes yeah. the most sense to sneak in behind him and try to grab one of the crates that already has it on it. Sounds good. So one of the ones that's already been um, been yes. engaged. It's floating. All right, sounds good. So that's going to be uh, give me a a fairly easy speed check. It's going to be let's set it at a three, and it's for your your stealth. Figure between the the noise of the hull and the creaking of the ship and the the sound of the the ocean rushing in and everything, you have some decent cover. So you're basically just trying to lay low at this point. Okay, I'm gonna do effort because. I want this to happen. Oh man, I'm getting low on speed. Oh, that's fine. Alright. So I'm lowering it down to a two. Oh my god, I rolled a three. No good. Okay. <laughs> Alright, let's do it. <laughs> Alright. Uh so as you begin to go, um you you realize you can't take the boat because that's going to be too obvious, especially yeah. since these guys are getting a little too close now. So you're like, all right, I'm going to swim for it. It's really easy, straight line, right to the edge, grab that. And then you realize that you kind of stopped taking swimming lessons when you were like eight. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, uh, you're, you're, you're still like doggy paddle style. Pop <laughs> <laughs> into the water and you're like, splash, 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 splash. They all turn and look at me like, what, yeah. what are you doing? All five of them, like bodies don't even move. Their heads like just jut to the side to give it that little kind of bird-like yep. quick turn. <laughs> and then one of them just goes, ah! and all of them just begin to look at you. And they, uh, three of them pull out those harpoon guns. And uh, why not go ahead and give me a, uh, an initiative? Initiative. Oh my good God. All right. Uh, roll a 10, but I'm trained in initiative, so that's a 13. Ooh, look at you. All right. And uh, they rolled. Wow. Wow. I rolled really low. That's five. So. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. So you go first, at least. Um, so, three of, uh, so three of these guys pull out those har- harpoon guns and uh, begin to aim them at you. Meanwhile, you are floating uh, about 35 feet or so away from them. How deep is the water? Uh, it's uh, pretty, it's at this point, probably about 10 or so feet deep. But as you, you know, because the whole ship has been inclined, as you get out, it, it st- pretty steadily drops off. Okay, I'm out of ciphers. I... Just dive underwater, and I'm just going to start swimming as fast as I can uh, just to get sort of like – I, I want to get out of their sight 
and then I'm mm-hmm. just going to sort of swim erratically so that I get maybe maybe even to the point where I'm like outside of the boat, moving along the outside to get closer to, to, to the crates where I want to be. I like it. Uh, go ahead and give me a might check. And we're going to set this at a four because you are actually going against the current of the water rushing into the ship. So this will determine kind of how far you're able to get. I'm going to use a level of effort. We're down to a three. Oh, I rolled a 20. Nice. All right. uh, So, yeah, you actually go ahead and give me a uh, of some sort. So you're able to kind of to just plow through you get like under the water and almost use a reversed current oh, to okay. push you yeah uh, but so you're, you're gonna you go ahead and give me give me something extra. all right just stop me if this gets nuts but I so i dive under the water I, I swim against the current and i get outside the ship and they just unload they just fire and they're the harpoons hits hit and like kind of blow out more of the bottom of the ship which speeds up the process and it knocks them off balance, but it also changes the current in a way where the crate just drifts right over to me, and now I have it. Nice. I like it. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So, you guys actually, so up top, you can uh, suddenly feel um, a. Now, the, the whole ship has kind of come to a stop this point and there is still that creaking and waning of everything going on but suddenly all of you guys hear a crack and uh the whole ship gives a shudder and drops a few feet (laughs) uh to the point where you know you're actually uh like milo is sitting on the ground right now next to a crate and you actually feel the ship separate you separate from you for a moment you slam your ass back down Uh on the ground and uh, Mira has to brace herself against the uh, against the the railing. And Valos, you're up top now at the helm, uh, dealing with a very panicked Pivel. Um, and uh, and when this happens, the captain actually kind of slides a little bit. And you kind of, you have to grab him and like brace him down. <laughs> but uh, Decoros, at least. Um, you are able to grab a hold of this floating cargo and, you know, pull yourself up and you reach up and grab this uh, softball sized. Yep. Grab uh, the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. And you pull it off. And as soon as you do, the glowing stops and the entire thing just goes mm-hmm. and sinks down into the water. I, I just started swimming my ass off to back towards my, my cargo. Sounds good. And, uh, and, so the three guys that have been that were shooting at you, and it was that very Indiana Jones esque moment where you just see <laughs> underwater and the harpoons yeah. fly on. past you. <laughs> They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so you resurface and you turn around, and those three guys have slid into the water. Their harpoon has gone. They're trying to just frantically claw their way up back onto the uh, onto any kind of stable surface and their feathers just absolutely soaked. They're cawing away. Uh, and, but the uh, two other guys now, uh, one of them's trying to kind of jump cargo up around the water to you. And the other one has pulled out a dagger and he basically just flips it around and hucks this thing at you. Uh, so you're going to have to make a uh, defense of two. Would you say that it's dark? Yes. All right. I'm specialized in speed defense and dark. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so what's, what's the, the start target? Uh, two. All right. So I, I dodge it. So specialized. Yeah, yeah. So very nice. Yep. So uh, you throw this thing, and while uh, you appear, it appears that his vision is actually very good in the dark. Um, so is yours, and mm. so you're able to kind of see this thing and um, duck under the water. So you kind of hear it hit the top, and very quickly loses momentum and just kind of floats down by you. Oh, I grab it! Can I grab it? Sure, go ahead. It's like a throwing knife. Uh, yeah. Perfect. I have eleven throwing knives now. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, and it's uh, your turn. Um, 
I'm, I'm getting so, the, I'm grabbing, I'm, yeah, okay, sorry, go ahead, sorry. Uh, so uh, I will also include uh, Mira at this mm. point. Um, you can probably, you're kind of right up there, so you can probably hear all the commotion going down underneath, um, even above all the regular sounds of the ship, and then all of a sudden this, this giant jolt occurs. Um, is there anything that you would like to do, um, jumping down below or just taking cover saying, fuck it, Dicarus is on his own. Nope. I'm going (laughs) to say nice things to Dicarus. Um, I'm going to offer him encouragement on his defense roles and and say, yes, uh, you've got this Dicarus. I smell the wet bird from a pear. It's disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. Get out of there quickly. And uh, so he'll be using encouragement, which will modify his next defense task um, by one step. All right. And uh, Milo, exactly what are you doing at this point? Uh, so you said you, you said that the boat went back level, right? Uh, no, it is still at an angle. It is still uh, at an angle? It just, yeah, it just uh, it increased in angle slightly, but also dropped. So like the whole ship... Just kind of dropped a few feet. Oh, okay. Um, so, from my position, can I actually see what's going on, or am I just kind of just tucked behind? The oh, yeah, probably. You can actually. Well, you can't see Decaro because he's underneath. You can see right. Mira kind of hanging over the edge, yelling at something. Yeah, nice. Uh, yelling nice words. Right? Yelling nice words. Um, Angrily. All right. I will. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I will claw my way over then to the open hole. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. That sounds gross. That sounds awesome. <laughs> you gonna plow through that hole too, Dickeros? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yeah, you actually uh, you know see now Mira over there, and um, are you going to attempt to uh, to get down into the water, or are you also just kind of hanging up up top? No, I'm just hanging up up top. Sounds good. All right, you make your way over next to Mira at that point. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.